Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Mm-hmm. Mike Whaley over here. And today is Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. This is episode 23 of the fourth season of the Whaley Family Hour. James Carville is a kind of a, I've always liked James Carville. I thought, I've always liked his politics. I always thought he was really smart and kind of politically right on. And he, he, he was also married to a very conservative woman. I forget her name. Uh, Marley something, but... Uh, You're thinking of... Um, I, I want to say Marley Matlin, but obviously it's not Marley her. Marley Matlin, Heather. Yeah. Marley Matlin is an actress. She was in Children of a Lesser I, yeah, God. Yeah, I know. I believe she won the Academy Award. Anyway, I think her name is Mat- Maitland. Maitland. Mary Madeline. Matlin. Ding, 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 ding. It was See, like, that wasn't um, far off. That was like, um, you know, Pat Sajak, only we were not, it was nothing like Pat Sajak. Anyway, I've always liked him. He's, he's kind of a bizarre individual in some ways. He looks kind of bizarre. But anyway, he says quite emphatically that this is not, there's nothing to worry about here. That Biden will win and we'll know by 10 p.m. Eastern time. And it's sewn up. Now, this is a guy who's been a political strategist, political. I mean, he was like Bill Clinton's like main guy, right? Wasn't he? You know where Carville okay. comes from? I thought we were not going to talk about the election today. I thought we were going to avoid the topic and provide people a respite from all the anxiety. Oh, I'm not talking about the, the election. Oh, what no, are you talking about? I'm talking about the Giants game. Oh. No, I'm talking about the election. And he said. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. Well, I'm just saying, I don't want to jinx nothing. I don't believe nothing. I know that last time round, four years ago today, four years ago today, we felt pretty damn strong. We even had a party. We put out wine and cheese and everybody came over one at a time. Everybody left with a frown. One person didn't leave. They spent the night. We had to set up an air She got a really, 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 really... Drunk, and she slept on the floor, and her husband left. It was the a disaster. Whole, the whole situation was a nightmare. Yeah, it was just awful. We cried. Anyway, my point is, this time, once bitten, twice shy. What's the saying, Heather? Yeah, once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to feel strong right now. I'm trying to feel like, okay, brace yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. By motherfucker, I mean Frank. Brace yourself, Frank. We've done everything we could. We voted today. Oh, hell fucking yeah. And, uh, you know, Donald Trump Jr. said, um, let's make liberals cry again. You're not going to make me cry. No, I'm not going to cry. I'm D-bag. not going to cry this time. Now, I'm not going to wake up if, God forbid, really, I'm not really a God-fearing man, with all due respect to those who are. Heaven forbid. That's sort of the same thing. Okay. Heaven. Yeah, but I'm not talking about literal heaven. Right. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe that you, you, you die and go up into up into the clouds, meet God. I don't believe it. Sorry. But forbid, blank forbid, I'm not going to cry. So Don Jr., kiss my ass, you piece of shit. One thing that gave me a little bit of hope, but I don't know if it gives me hope or if it freaks me out. I have no idea how to interpret this, which is that Miami-Dade County has never broken 1 million votes before, and they are now at 1.2 million votes, which is an 80% turnout. Typically in the United States, something like 30% of people vote. 
80% of people in Miami-Dade County have voted and they're still voting. Is no. that good news? I That's... suppose it's good news if everybody votes. That's great. But is it good, good news for us? I don't know. I know in this town that we live in, which is a really small town, and we went to vote this morning, and, you know, the the Republican tent outside the polling place, you know, they had a, a life-size Donald Trump cut out, a lot of people surrounding it. And, and I'm, I'm, I was talking to somebody um, outside the, uh, the Democratic Party tent that it shocks me. It truly does shock me. After four years of Donald Trump and all the things, all the horrible things that he has said and done and all the horrible things that he stands for, the people actually will stand behind him. And it shouldn't shock me because you got politicians on that side and, you know, you got certain, you know, celebrities and celebrated people. It shouldn't surprise me that people in this little town will stand behind a Trump tent sign and all that it stands for because it only stands for unbridled racism, hatred, division, well, corruption. When I heard that they had a life-size cutout of Donald Trump, I chuckled a little bit because in 2016, I provided a life-size cutout of Hillary Clinton to the Democratic 10. And let's hope that their cutout works just as well as ours did four years ago. Yeah. Well, I forgot that you did that, Heather. Good, yeah, we still have it. It's in the basement. You know, what would be really funny is if I brought it and I, I snuck up behind them and I planted that there. I wish I had the power of invisibility for one reason right now. I would do, if, if, I, if I could just be invisible, I would, I, I, would, I would walk up to it and put a Hitler mustache on it, draw, draw a really tiny little penis. What would be really funny is if we took a lawn sign and planted it in with an arrow that says super spreader event this way. Step right on into the COVID tent. We got all the fixings for you. No masks. Droplets flying. Danish. And if you hate black people, come on in. Did you make sure to bring a picture ID to vote? Because if your picture doesn't look like your face, we're gonna take away a vote from you and replace it with a coronavirus. Y'all come back now, here. You want a letter, Frank? A letter, Frank? Yeah. A letter. Do you want a letter? Yeah, yeah. We have, it says, date update. We got a, an update on that date that we were talking about last week. It says, she jumps right in. We met up at this car show, which was in the parking lot of the mall. Did she not start with hello? Date update. Oh, date update. Okay. We met up at this car show, which was in the parking lot of the mall. When I went into the mall to use the restroom, he came in with me, which I thought was Hold, hold on a second. I'm confused. What? what, uh, what just, just fill me in. Just rem- I mean, I'm muddle-headed because okay. I'm old, but what? So, just give me an update. I, I don't remember everything this about is, this woman's date. This is the, the listener who wrote in last week. She said that she bumped into a guy I remember recently. that. Yeah, I remember she was that. She getting groceries. She, she invited him on a date. She okay. was getting back into the dating scene after having been divorced. And she was excited and a little nervous because she doesn't know much about this. And he seemed kind of Trumpy. Remember, he was like a big, uh, did she say burly, burly guy? Brawny uh, yes, guy? Yes, I, re- I seem to recall her. Yes, I, now I remember she was uncertain. And, and so she had invited him out, but he said he wanted to go to this car show. Got it. Okay. So she says, we met up at the car show, which was in the parking lot of the mall. 
When I went into the mall to use the restroom, he came in with me, which I thought was strange. Plus, I had to remind him to wear his mask. Wait a minute. He came into the restroom? I don't know if, it, if he comes. I'm sure he didn't go into the stall. I don't think it's weird that he went into the mall. We'll discuss it. Let me read the letter and then we'll discuss. Oh, okay. Plus, I had to remind him to wear his mask, which wasn't covering his nose. We looked at the cars for a bit and then went for a drink at an outdoor place. He talked a lot about himself. After a couple of mar- margies, I mentioned you both and how I asked for advice and he got really quiet. To be completely honest, when I said your names, he rolled his eyes a bit. I changed the subject, but here's what I learned. He's not a quote-unquote Trumper, but he is a libertarian. Oh my God, that's worse. He did not murder me or try to poison my drinks. He paid for the drinks, even though I invited him on the date. He would like to go out again, and I'm probably going to agree. It just occurred to me that he might be listening to this now. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Let's take this one thing at a time because I'm a little bit nervous. So to take it from the beginning of this, uh, you know, one piece at a time, because there's a lot of stuff here. He followed her. It sounds to me like he went into the mall, which, but that wouldn't be strange. If I'm with you and you're like, I'm going to go into the mall to go to the bathroom, I might not wait outside the mall, but I certainly wouldn't go into the bathroom. If I'm on a date, I'm waiting outside the mall. I'm not going to follow you into the restroom. But but I think it'd be weird if he did go in the restroom and just like le- like leaned against the sink. I'll, I'll wait out here. Oh, my God. That would be really strange. Yeah. Listen. I, I'm assuming this burly man didn't do that. Yeah. No, I don't think he did that. I, I have a few questions. First of all, I'm not sure... Well, how, she, this is more or less a journal. She's not asking for any specific advice well, we, No, we here. asked her to give us an update. Okay, I got so, it. All right. So then um, she says she had to tell him to wear his mask and his mask wasn't covering his nose. I got to say, I'm sure you've seen that image where it's like so, when you have your nose hanging out of your, of your mask, it's like where, having your junk hanging out of your underpants. Every time I see someone whose nose is not in their mask, that's what I picture. Junk hanging out of underpants. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen that picture. No. Okay. So anyway, that's kind of gross. Who lets their junk hang out of the underpants? Nobody. The- but there's like a cartoon to show you how to wear your mask the right way, and it's got to cover your nose. I see. Because so, th- that would defeat the purpose of wearing underpants. Exactly. And having your nose out defeats the purpose of wearing a mask. We looked at the cars for a bit, then went for a drink in an outdoor place. That sounds like fun. He talked a lot about himself, and she wrote a lot in all capital letters. That's a bummer. Ugh. That's a big bummer. Yeah, I always... God, this is going to sound awful pretentious, but I always... And tell me if I'm wrong, but when you and I were um, courting, I listened, right? I was a good listener. I didn't talk a lot about myself. Did I? No. Uh, There was a pause there. No, you didn't. Oh, good. You didn't. And then I'm thinking that she says, after a couple of Margies, I'm assuming that's like Margarita, Margaritas. Margies? Margies. How does it spelled? M-A-R-G-I-E-S. Margies. So here's the thing. When you're having a so-so time on a date and then you start drinking, you might enjoy that date more than you would have had you not been drinking because what you're enjoying is like the buzz from the from her, your Margies. And then it makes it difficult to really discern what, how you felt about this person. That said, I don't understand how people who don't drink date at all. I right. don't understand that. You're right. I mean, but I wish if I could go back and do it all again, I would have been much more sober on certain dates, I'll tell you. Hell yes. You too, right? Absolutely. There are dates that I should have left. 
I should have just gotten up from the table and walked out. But instead, I was like, I'll take another gin and tonic. So, One thing leads to another, and you're, uh, right, you know, you're, you're um, walking home on the man's shoulders, oh. s- screaming, screaming, uh, you know, Duran Duran lyrics. Well, I've d- seen you that do that. happened to you? Mm. Anyway, then she says, I mentioned you both and how I asked for advice, and he got really quiet, and he rolled his eyes. Who is he, my mom? Okay, but so if this guy is a psycho and now he knows our names and that she's talking to us, maybe he's going back and listening. I mean, if if I was on a date with someone and they're like, yeah, I told these podcasters that I was going to be coming on a date with you. Wouldn't you go back and listen to that podcast? I don't give a damn. I'm an international star. Who's this burly libertarian think he is rolling his eyes at me? Go to hell, dude. Maybe he's going to, maybe he's going to kill us. She says, I changed the subject, but here's what I learned. He's not a Trumper, but he is a libertarian. You know, libertarians are, good God, some of the most annoying people. I don't believe, I don't believe anybody's libertarian. We've gotten to the point now where you're not li- fucking libertarian, okay? I prefer an anarchist to a libertarian. But there's, there's like, I don't give a shit if you're a libertarian or a librarian or, or a lion tamer. Vote Biden. Okay, but beyond that, just being a libertarian is like saying I, everybody should be able to do all that they want, keep the laws that I, that I want that work for me, then get rid of all the other ones. Uh, right. It's just uh, I, don't I don't buy know. it. I think, you know, saying you're a libertarian is, these days is pretentious. It's like Rand Paul. Hey, give me a break. Anyway, you're, he did not murder me or try to poison my drinks. That's a, that's a good thing. That's a low standard. He paid for the drinks, even though I invited him on the date. Okay, that's fine. How was your date? I'm not poisoned. And, not I'm not, and, and I'm paid, not dead. He paid for my Margie's. So he wants to go out again. He paid for the drinks? Yeah. That's, that's um, on, on, what's her name? Laura? Uh-huh. Bad form, Laura. Don't let this dude pay for your drinks. Pay for your own drinks. You, you always paid for everybody's drinks. Always. That's because I'm a fool. That, well, that's true. And I was, never had any money, so I never felt I deserved it, so I threw it around like a drunken sailor. Well, here's, Look at me now. Here's one thing that you could do. This is the kind of thing I would do. If he's paying for the drinks... I would say, I'm going to get us the bar snacks then. And I would order, you know, onion rings or whatever. And probably not onion rings. That's kind of gross to eat on a date. But what, what would you order? French fries? Uh, on a date? On a date? Yeah. Wouldn't I would like order, I would suck order, on some chicken wings. That's gross. I would order an endive on, on, on salad and a, and a sea a, breeze. They're at some outdoor bar where they're having margaritas. So I'm assuming maybe they have chips and guacamole. I'm not, I'm not eating anything that's going to... But I, I would want my own. I wouldn't want to be sharing with someone when, in a pandemic. And, I, and tequila? No, I don't know how anybody drinks tequila. Oh, I like tequila. Not me, man. It's, too, it's, it, it, it's puke juice. That's what Oof. I call it. Did you puke one time drinking too much tequila? Yeah, I had really bad, bad, you know, long, 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 long time ago. Went out Upper West Side, Columbus, someplace on Columbus. I believe it was on a date, actually. You were probably in junior high school at this point. I was, un, I was un, unworldly in, in, to the effects of tequila. Did a bunch of shots of tequila and a puking all over the place. Oh, my God. On the yeah. date or when you got home? During the date. Oh, no. Yeah, like this. I mean, it's, I don't want to talk about old dates with my wife. So she's back. I was like that with rum for a long time. I couldn't drink rum. And my friend Kelly sometimes listens to this podcast, and she was the one that provided me that rum. She'll remember exactly when it was. It involved the band U2. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Exactly. Thanks, Kelly. No, I love Kelly. Well, uh, I, I've, I've only, I've, I, I mean, that I can recall like major 
major events in puking was when I was 17, first time I drank. I went away, I had to go for a, a summer orientation to college for the educational opportunity program. I went out with the other fellas and they all had beer and I was drinking big solo cups full of beer, not knowing what the hell it was going to do to me. And I should have known because my father was a wonderful alcoholic, but he never puked. So I didn't think about it. Next thing I know, I'm praying to the porcelain God, Heather. And then the next time was on that tequila sunrise. That was awful. Pukey, Is that the pukey, only pukey. two times that you've thrown up from drinking too much alcohol? I, in a major way, yes. I mean, I might have, you know, you, you get to, you, sometimes you feel like, I'm really drunk. I wonder if I puke or make me feel better. You it usually yourself. doesn't. It never does. No. And it doesn't, win, but when, when, you, when you're not controlling the puke, it's awful. It's a it's terrible just, feeling. Yeah, it's making me want to puke right now. Let's I can't remember the this. last time I did, maybe at my sister's wedding. Because what happened, I had to make a toast at my sister Becky's wedding. And so I didn't drink all day, like the before wedding drinks and the suite at the hotel. I didn't drink. I didn't drink at like the little reception immediately after or before the, the ceremony or immediately after because I knew I had to make this speech and I wanted to give a good speech. I'd worked hard on it. I'd been writing it for like six months. And as you recall, it was very good. Brilliant. It was a very funny speech. Oh, that's a, that, that's a, that's a I wish film I had a worthy video of it. But yeah. you don't have after, a video? I don't think so. After I gave my speech, then I started drinking to make up for the fact that I, everybody else had been drinking all day. And so I drank too many drinks all at once. Oh, I'll say. Yeah. That was great. You were so drunk, man. I was. But you I think were, it's, it's my sister's wedding. Aren't you supposed to get a little drunk? I remember the last time I puked. I don't know why we're on this subject, but I was on, I was in Chicago doing an episode of Chicago. Oh, Jesus. What was that? Which Chicago? Chicago Med. Chicago Med. And I was playing, I was playing, I don't remember anything about it, except that I had to be, I was like an alcohol, I think I was an like a severe alcoholic or something You were like playing someone who had to be vomiting. Right, so. And you had food poisoning. During the day, my first, my, during the day, I, at lunch, I ate off of the, I just ate some vegetables off of the catering, right? At lunch, I usually eat a light lunch at work. So I got like, you know, a bunch of mixed greens and made a big, huge salad, probably is what I did. And then after work, I came back to the hotel and I went out and grabbed some some takeout, some like, I think some like Japanese or something like that. I came back to the hotel and I wasn't particularly, wasn't feeling very good. Ate a little bit of the Japanese food, went to bed, woke up in the middle of the night and I was puking all like projectile puking all over the place all night long from like one in the morning till five in the morning, every 10 minutes, like puking. Then you had to get up and go to work. Out. I woke up in the morning, called the the the. The, the first assistant director said, I'm really, really sick. She said, oh, no, not you again. Not, uh, she said, oh, no, not you too. That's not good. She didn't say not you again. She said, not you too. Everybody got food poisoning on that show, and it was awful. It was awful. Damn, it was bad. But then you had to have, while you had food poisoning, you had to be acting like you're vomiting. Right. I, can't, I mean, how did awful. you not actually vomit? And it was, it was so bad because when you, on this, in this case, they would, they were, I think they used fruit um, salad. I remember you telling fruit me fruit salad. Yeah, and it just you have to put it in your mouth and puke it out, and then they put a bucket down and you, Ugh, oh god, uh, it's they'd awful. be looking at that bucket. Of the, well, that's gonna make me vomit. Oh, all right, listen, I'm gonna vomit from anxiety, and I want to know what time 
or what time can I have a drink tonight? Well, you usually start around you usually Seven. Have, you usually have a sundown around six, honey. No, I usually have a have a, a glass of wine like as I'm getting dinner ready. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have another drink for a while after that. Are you kidding? By 10 o'clock, you're walking around saying, you think you are Frank Whaley. You think you're big man. You think you're a big man, don't you, Frank? Why don't you make love to me like a man instead of a mouse, which is what you are. That kind of thing. That's not true. That is not true. Don't tell our listener that. It's, it's my mom. You're, you're so high and mighty. Frank Whaley. That is your real name. I would love it if I called you high and mighty. Like, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do that later. I'll keep that one in my pocket. Mm. But anyway, I'm I'm a nervous wreck. And Me too. I don't know how I'm going to get through this evening. I don't. I don't. It's going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Take care, everyone. And uh, be good to each other. Bye, Frank Whaley. And I see in America, I'm not going anywhere.